I recently read about the life of St. Maximilian Kolbe, the Polish Catholic priest who died in the Auschwitz concentration camps during World War II. His story is truly one of denying yourself, taking up your cross and following Jesus Christ. When Germany invaded Poland, they began severely persecuting the church, especially the clergy. St. Maximilian knew that his monastery was in danger, so he told most of the monks to leave and seek safe refuge elsewhere. He remained with a few monks and began providing shelter for thousands of internal refugees, including more than 2,000 Jews. Although he was threatened by the Gestapo, he persisted in this risky ministry of love for two years. Finally, the day came when the Nazis arrested him and the other monks, sending them all to Auschwitz in May 1941. Even in the hell of the concentration camp, however, St. Maximilian continued to deny himself and put others first. Witnesses shared how he would allow others to get their food portion before he got anything. And when he did receive his meal, he inevitably shared it with those in need. His self-denial reached a climax two months into his time at Auschwitz. The Nazis had the practice of killing 10 random soldiers every time someone escaped the concentration camp. One day, a prisoner from St. Maximilian's bunker escaped, and the commandant of the camp quickly rounded up the entire bunker and selected 10 men to be placed in the starvation hole. As he selected the 10 men, one of them, named Francis, began crying out, My poor wife, my children, what will they do? As these cries of despair rose to the deaf ears of the Nazis, St. Maximilian broke rank from the other prisoners and boldly approached the commandant. The officer was shocked at the audacity of the man who approached him. And yet he listened to his words when he said, I am a priest and I would like to take the place of this man because he has a wife and children. The commandant stood in silence and then surprisingly agreed. St. Maximilian took the place of Francis Gajonacek, and the ten condemned men were led away to the starvation bunker, where they remained without food or water until they starved to death. On August 14, 1941, at the age of 47 years old, St. Maximilian died, having given his life for another. Francis Gajonacek survived the horror of the camp and the war itself, living to the age of 95. He never forgot St. Maximilian's selfless love. In today's gospel, we heard Jesus say, if anyone wants to be my follower, they must deny themselves, take up your, their cross, and follow Christ. For those who want to save their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. Our society doesn't often encourage us to deny ourselves and to lose our lives for others. Yet this is precisely the fundamental teaching of our Lord. And it's interesting to note when Jesus said this to his followers. He actually said it 
right after they answered one of the most important questions, when he said to them, who do people say that I am? And Peter declared, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. The disciples finally understood who Jesus was. And then he goes and reveals to them the path of true discipleship. If you want to sincerely follow me, he said, you must walk the way of self-denial. You must be ready to give up your lives, to lose your lives for others and for the sake of the gospel. This is precisely the path of the cross in which we discover the greatest treasure of life. Our Lord made many promises to his followers. Think about it. He said, follow me on a journey into the kingdom of God, and you will discover God's peace that passes all understanding. I will be with you and will never abandon you until the end of the age. Come to me, all you who are burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I will reveal to you the path that leads to paradise and fill your life with the deepest meaning and purpose. I adopt you as my precious and beloved children and will help you discover your eternal heritage as my cherished belonging. If you choose to follow me, all of these promises await you, the Lord says. However, you must understand that the path which leads to this truly blessed life is the path of self-denial, of crucifying our ego. Becoming a disciple of Christ won't include the easy, comfortable, and prosperous path that society idolizes. No, to walk intimately with Christ means rejecting the self-centered life and walking an other-centered life. It means turning away from the spirit of this world and seeking first the kingdom of God. It means denying certain pleasures and desires in order to place something more eternal and meaningful at the center of our lives. It ultimately means accepting whatever cross God allows to come our way and bearing that cross with faith, with fortitude, and with hope. Ultimately, following Jesus Christ isn't about what we want. Christ shatters our egocentric world and leads us to discover a new being. As the Apostle Paul so clearly stated in today's epistle, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Are we willing to give up our own will and honestly pray, your will be done Here lies the important discovery for every authentic follower of Christ. We deny ourselves and give up our freedom in order to discover something greater than ourselves. We are free, yet Christ-centered freedom leads us to use our freedom, not for ourselves and not for our selfish desires, but for others. We are free to love others even when they don't love us. We're free to forgive others even if they choose to hold on to a grudge against us. We're free to treat others kindly and to treat others as we want them to treat us, even if they don't reciprocate in like manner. In other words, we use our freedom to deny ourselves, to crucify our egos, and to live 
under the reign of God's kingdom of love, here and now. Understanding this type of freedom helps us better comprehend today's strange invitation. If you want to become my follower, Christ said, deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. Let me conclude with one other story. One maybe not quite as serious as St. Maximilian, but one still with a beautiful lesson. Several years ago, there was a little girl named Liz who was suffering from a rare blood disorder. Her only chance of recovery appeared to be a blood transfusion from her five-year-old brother, Johnny, who had miraculously survived the same disease and had developed the antibodies needed to combat the illness. So the doctors explained the situation to her little brother and asked the boy if he would be willing to give his blood to his older sister. The little boy hesitated for only a brief moment before taking a deep breath and saying, Yes, I'll do it if it will save my sister. As the transfusion progressed, the boy laid in bed next to his sister, and he smiled at her. Slowly he saw in the sister's cheeks color return, while his own face began to grow pale, and slowly his smile faded. As he looked up, the, looked up at the doctor, he asked with a trembling voice, Will I start to die right away? Being so young, the boy had misunderstood the doctor and thought he was going to give his sister all of his blood. And for love's sake, he was willing to deny himself, to give up his life in order to save his sister. Here is the power of sacrificial love. If you want to be my follower, Jesus said, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it.